befriending ego, making friends with yourself, with your ego. The idea, Trungpa Rinpoche originally talked about this 40, 50 years ago, about working with the negativity that arises in the mind stream uh, in a way of uh, working with it as at least be friendly with so we can get a better idea of what's actually happening there rather than the leading edge of the ego being that aspect of it is, is embarrassing to us or uh, that we immediately judge and think, oh, that's egotistical. Um, and it may be relatively, may be self-centered, egotistical, narcissistic, but we, we try to stop it or do away with it based on, uh, we, we think it's real and we think it's something else that we can somehow get rid of or shove aside. What's being suggested here of friending or befriending the ego is, I wouldn't say it's, yeah, I would say it's uh, not probable. Uh, it's not likely to, to occur unless there's a strong awareness practice that is actually developing. Uh, that's not the exact word, but I'm going to use that. It's like realigning our attitude to be one of receiving things rather than producing. Uh, when I say producing, I'm saying, I'll give you an example. I like it. I don't like it. It's good. It's bad. That shouldn't be. They shouldn't be saying that. Why are they doing that? Why is this happening to me? There I go again. Blah, 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 blah. All of this may feel to the ego like we're getting somewhere. Well, at least we don't. Well, at least we, uh, at least, at least, at least, at least. There's probably not any progress there other than, and if you call uh, circularity progress. Passion, aggression, ignorance, passion, aggression, ignorance, passion, aggression, ignorance. <clears throat> that circularity may not back off or lessen or straighten out by looking at it, but it certainly won't change its circularity and its confusion, delusion, and uh, confusion uh, by taking a bite out of part of it and trying to rip it apart or trying to stop it based on... I won't look too good if I say that, do that. It'll look egotistical. I must look, I must be egotistical. That being said, the sitting practice of meditation, and you heard me say this hundreds of times, probably, if you're, if you're uh, been around a hundred times, sit still. You don't need tantric practices. If you do, I'll help you with that. You may. You may. I can teach you a little bit of that. Or I can just send you off to a Lama or send you to Nepal where you can get the uh, true material. I'm not mocking that at all. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for Tibet, if it weren't for Japan or China, or all of the various countries that have uh, welcomed and hosted the teachings of the Buddha. Very necessary, it seems, to train the mind to see clearly, see clearly, to sharpen the blade, sharpen the blade, sit down, hold still, watch what moves, and thereby sharpen that aspect of the consciousness that can't be located because it has no, it has no status as something, as a thing. You can't locate your awareness. That area of the mind we call awareness is so incredibly complicated, and science is trying to work with that. It has all kinds of gauges and dials and connectors and so on. Not incorrect. Making some progress there, probably, relative progress. Not wrong, not incorrect, it's fine. But it seems necessary to, to re, you could say, recondition our mind to whatever's showing up, just look at it. Uh, the other way is observe, the other word is observe, the other, other word is receive it, observe it. 
just observe it. And then notice, at the same time you're observing that, notice also receive or observe how much you object to it. Aggression, how much you agree with it or justify it or validate it or do a little dance around it saying who caused it, why it's happening. So easy, much easier to go into that. And by doing that, you actually avoid the original pain or anxiety around that. And it does what goes underground, ignorance. Does it do that? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no proof. I don't need proof. If you need proof, you're listening to the wrong person. I have no proof. Lots of people operate that way. And I'm not saying that there isn't something called proof that is accurate, necessary, and in some cases, very necessary. But it's so easy for the self-centered mind, the ego mind, the greedy mind to slip in there and use that as a credential to do things that it, that, it, that is none of its business. Does the ego have needs beyond the basic situation? Well, it thinks it does. The ego is a process that happens in consciousness that is a, a, this fu its fundamental nature is paranoia. And it's tied in with belief that you're just a body, that there isn't anything else but just this body situation. Sometimes it's been said, I don't necessarily agree with this, but there's, there's something to it. You can't really transcend uh, 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 an ego unless it's a healthy ego. You can't transcend uh, someone with low esteem can't uh, do this. I think that's I think that's too big of a blanket statement. It's much more uh, subtle than that. Jeez, I'm bowing. Is there some degree of mental stability required to practice shikantaza? Some people, maybe that's where you're going. Some people should not be practicing shikantaza. They should be talking to a therapist, not shikantaza. And those those people weed themselves out because shikantaza is extremely hard to do. It might not be too hard the first few days, few weeks, few months. But it gets harder because the, the, the coming, you get closer and closer and closer to that fundamental realization that, that everything you thought was true and you were depending on, you were leaning on, it was, it was untrue. So it can get quite frightening. You just said it's a conceptual contraction. What does a conceptual contraction do to us? It contracts. It contracts the, the awareness and brings it down. It's kind of a way of hoarding things. So we, get, we, don't, we don't want too many things to get out there and out of our control of wandering around like uh, orphans. We need to keep those in our little clan of me, 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 and my stuff, my ideas, my opinions. You can, they're, they're extremely intelligent pe people that, that are doing this in some way. I'm not accusing anyone of anything. But if you listen to somebody, I'm just going to pick on somebody who's, and I'll compliment the person first because they're extremely intelligent. I think his name is Jordan Peterson. That's the fellow's name. I got his name wrong. Brilliant fellow, as is his daughter. Brilliant, I mean, really, really intelligent, way higher intelligence level than I have. And I'm not being, what, this is not humility. It's just the truth. So I'm thinking the thinking processes. I was blessed with, blessed with not being so smart. So I was able to really look at this instead of use my intellect to cover up what I needed to see. A lot of scholars, I'm not going to name names here, but cover up what they need to see by being so brilliant about how to describe it. They're just masters of discussing emptiness and pratitya uh, samapada or whatever. And we all study those, don't we? This is not 
it's not a judgment. It's just saying there are different ways of handling what shows up in your mind stream. And one of them is, is intellectual. But you can get trapped by that because you find out that you actually can say this in such a way that other people go, whoa. Earlier you talked about shikintaza and how that gets more and more difficult as we continue. Mm-hmm. What does befriending our ego look like as we go further along that practice? You're much more familiar with it, and you're much much less concerned with what it does or how it shows up. There's actually no one here. If you you get so you can just look back and you can see the ego, but you also see it's a, it's unreal. It has no it has no status. It's still there. It still might be the image I've come up with what, a few years ago. I'd say it's like a clown on the roof. It's a clown because it's unreal. It's made up. It's imitation. And it's trying to do something or say something. But it's on the roof because you no longer, it's still around. You're not getting rid of it. But you no longer, it doesn't have any uh, um, access to you, whatever you happen to be doing, whether you're sitting or eating dinner or visiting with someone or listening to music. It doesn't come in and enter in necessarily. Just an image, yes. Shokabai, does that contrast between the, the clown on the roof and what is seeing the clown on the roof collapse? It's already happened. It's happened before you saw it. Not separate, nothing is separate from anything else. Frightening, huh? I think so. But do it anyway. Do it for your life. Do it for all beings. Save all beings. Put others before yourself. And how do you do that? You see how impossible that is to do. You can't really do it. We're just too self-centered and greedy. But we just do it anyway. Plenty of room for questions there. I'm ready to respond to whatever you bring this up.